Welcome back to the Footy Fix Podcast. This is the final episode in my 10-part series where I rank off my top 10 teams of the decade. So let's not waste any more time and get right into it. Cue it up. Coming in at number one, Real Madrid 2016-2017. Starting lineup from front to back, Kaylor Navas-Sanet, Varane and Ramos as the center backs with Marcelo and Carvajal as the fullbacks. A midfield three of Cruz, Casemiro and Modric and a front three of Ronaldo, Benzema and Isco. Usually it would be Gareth Bale in that right winger position, but this was the starting lineup against Juventus in the UCL final. Now, Putting this team at number one is going to rub a lot of people the wrong way, but I will explain this to make it easier for you guys to understand. Firstly, this team won four Champions League titles in a five-year span, and they did this with pretty much the exact same core of players. This core included guys like Ronaldo, Bale, Benzema, Modric, Ramos, Varane, Marcelo, Isco, and then Tony Cruz came in for the three consecutive titles, essentially the starting lineup. And on top of having pretty much the exact same core, there was never really a huge transfer along the way that came into the squad. Never really a big player. I mean, Tony Cruz came in before the three-peat, but other than that, all of those guys who were included like Asensio and Vasquez came up in the youth squad. So essentially, the same squad won all of these titles. Secondly, focusing on their three-peat of the UCL. When this team played in the UCL, you just knew you were going to lose and they were going to win. It was something about their overall aura around them. They were ruthless offensively, amazing on the defensive end, and as an entire team, they were just clutch. Didn't matter the big game or a small game, they, ju- they would just win. They would treat every single game the same. And it also didn't matter who they were playing. Bayern, Atletico, PSG, they were just unstoppable. And when you saw those guys line up against you, the game was already over. So take a look at this. There are four winning runs this decade in the UCL. They face top flight teams in every single one. They beat Atletico three times, Bayern three times, Juventus twice, and Borussia Dortmund, PSG, Liverpool, and Manchester City once. You could throw anybody at them, any top flight team, and they would win. It didn't matter how the opposing for, the opposing team was playing or what kind of form they were in or how good they were domestically that season, or even in the UCL, they would lose. Real Madrid was always better, and they were always going to win. It was a sure shot, plain and simple. But out of all these teams that won, their best squad came from the 2016-2017 campaign. So let's focus on their La Liga title winning run. They won the league by three points with a record of 29-6-3, and they went on a 17-game streak where they were unbeaten, winning 12 and drawing 5. Now going to their Champions League winning run, they finished second in their group with a record of 3-3-0, where they would draw Napoli in the group stage. Over both legs, Real just handled Napoli with ease, winning 6-2 on aggregate. They then met Bayern Munich in the quarters where two big European heavyweights were set to fight it out. But instead, Real Madrid and Cristiano Ronaldo just throttled them, winning 6-3 on aggregate and Ronaldo scoring five of those six goals. Then they advanced to the semifinals where they played their finals opponent from years prior, Atletico Madrid. And once again, it was the Cristiano Ronaldo show. Real won the first leg 3-0, Ronaldo scored all of the goals, including a fantastic volley from just outside the box. 
Real would end up winning this draw 4-2 on aggregate and advance to the Champions League final yet again. They faced off against Juventus, where once again, I know I'm saying this a lot, Ronaldo just took over. He scored two great goals, and Real Madrid would go on to dominate a really solid Juventus team, winning 4-1, capturing their 12th Champions League title. An unbelievable team that had an excellent year. But you know what? Let's take a look at actually who it was that made this team so unstoppable. This squad had seven players. Seven players who scored over 10 goals in all competitions. Led by Ronaldo with 38, Morata had 19, Benzema had 17, Isco and James had 11, and Asensio and Ramos had 10. Along with this, three players had over 10 assists. Ronaldo and Marcelo had 12, and Tony Cruz had 14. Now let's focus a little bit on their midfield. Tony Cruz, Luka Modric, and Casemiro. What a midfield. It does not get better than this. This midfield literally is parallel, is the same as Xavi and Iniesta Busquets. Maybe that Barca midfield are just a little bit better, but it's not by much. So first you had Tony Cruz, a World Cup winner, clinical from outside the box, an elite passer, and consistent as anybody in the world. Every single year he would have great seasons. He was the best at the time and still is one of the best midfielders in the world. Then you have Luka Modric, the workhorse, the engine, the guy who was literally all over the field, a leader, a fantastic passer, excellent vision, and was elite on both ends of the pitch. And, you know, he was a transcendent player, part of a fantastic generation of Croatian players. And then you had Casemiro, who was literally the pinnacle of the defensive midfield position. Talk about crushing tackles. Talk about stripping the ball from anyone on the field. Talk about explosive ability. This guy was phenomenal, and for that matter, he still is. Defensively, they may not have been as sound as other teams on the list, but that was all right because they would just win games with their prolific offense. But that being said, you still had guys like Ramos, Varane, and Marcelo who were shut down defenders on that end of the field. This Real side was literally the best counterattacking team I have ever seen because they would not only have the speed to bring up the ball in a few seconds, but they had the ability to finish almost every single opportunity. I'm telling you, the amount of times I have seen this team collect the ball in the defensive end, then one of either Cruz, Modric, or Casemiro picks it up and then gives a leading through ball that's 10, 15, even 20 yards ahead of Ronaldo or Bale, who would get the ball with their speed, blow by defenders, and then finish off the play with really, almost all the time, some crazy remarkable goal. And that was how they scored, and that was how they won. They won with emphasis they won with transcendent goals and amazing finishes that was just their motto this team was just amazing and for a four or five year period there you really weren't beating them in the UCL it was the perfect storm of having the best players in the world who were all in their prime and the results were unparalleled I mean let's get something straight here in modern football the UCL is not meant to be three-peated it's too hard of a tournament and there are too many good teams for one squad to win this tournament twice in a row, let alone three times. And as soon as it turned into the UEFA Champions League, no team has won it back-to-back or three times in a row. It hasn't happened. Only back in the 50s and the 60s you saw this happen. But now the skill level of every single team competing is just too high to even get the chance to go back-to-back. And the thing that stands out with Madrid is how they repeatedly, throughout the years, just took care of anyone who stood in their way. They just completely dominated these world-class teams 
every single UCL winning run. I mean, these are teams that people picked to actually win the entire tournament, and they would come up against Real, and then, okay, the dream run is over, and everybody lost money because they all bet on the wrong team. They took care of business, and this team made the hardest tournament in club football their tournament. Coming in at number one, Real Madrid 2016-2017. This is the end of my top 10 teams of the decade list. I hope you enjoyed it, and have a great new year. Thank you for listening. Make sure to subscribe, and I'll see you then.